Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, we are starting up our conversations from the Farm Progress Show series here on American Ag Today, recapping the 2022 event in Boone, Iowa, and sharing some of the various conversations we had throughout the three days at the show. On today's episode, I caught up with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net to discuss some of the conversations and talks he had with growers about the markets during the show. Joining us now here on the Farm Progress Show grounds as we are broadcasting live. I mentioned uh, we've been running into a few familiar faces. Well, I found another one. Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. Matt, it's always good to uh, catch up with you in person, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. I'll tell you, this weather is fantastic. I know it got a little warm yesterday afternoon, but yesterday morning and then again this morning man it's just absolutely gorgeous uh, nice and cool sunny and it's not wet i've been out here to <laughs> iowa several times farm progress show and get my nice boots muddy and that's not much fun at all but i'll tell you this year you can't beat the weather no you can't i remember the last time we were here in boone just with everything with the pandemic etc i was pulling people out of the uh, exhibitor lot with my truck so yeah. we both know that same feeling well i know you're uh, you're busy all three days here i know you're speaking a little bit and i'm sure having plenty of conversations with uh, with farmers and and ranchers working through the grounds and you know obviously there is no shortage of things to talk about everyone's wondering what the markets are doing and you know you and i've talked and, and we're seeing it right now it feels like a lot of this a uh, lot of this fund money is kind of coming back out of the market maybe maybe some early harvest pressure in the grains i don't know what's just your general thoughts here this week well, you know, I think the Pro Farmer Tour certainly got everyone excited. Last week we picked up some serious ground, made good money on the, on, on corn. Beans, not so much. You know, it was different tour results, basically, for beans. You had an August that was a little cooler than people thought and actually a little more moisture than people thought. So we all know beans do well with that kind of, kind of weather pattern, whereas corn... Uh, in a lot of areas, Jesse, the, the the fate was sealed, you know, for corn mm -hmm. by the time that the cooler, wetter weather showed up. So Pro Farmer Tour showed that, uh, you know, ear counts weren't the greatest, first of all, which I think is uh, not hard to fathom when you put most of this crop in the ground a little bit later than what we wanted to. The other thing was is that the ear size wasn't the greatest. And so a lot of stress in June. I think that that heat really sapped the potential of the crop as far as what we'd like to see. And so, yeah, I think the funds are kind of scaling out. Hey, you know what? Rallying this time of year, that's a counter seasonal move. That's not normal. Yeah. I mean, you typically don't rally into harvest. So I've had folks call me. I, I don't know what to do with 660, 670 corn. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what to do with it? You know, and I've had, I've literally asked people, what do you think your crop's going to be here on the grounds? I've had guys from southern Minnesota said, best ever. They said, I'm going to have my best ever crop. I said, well, how much corn you guys sold? I, don't, I haven't sold much corn yet. <laughs> what are you waiting on? You could be looking at record profits. I mean, all-time record profit on the farm. So let's, you know, I keep urging people. Let's lock in some worst-case scenarios and not let this get away from us too bad. Well, and that's a great point. You know, I'm even hearing some discussions, not only, you know, getting some corn sold for this, this year's new crop, but, you know, with the fertilizer situation and with nitrogen, there's even some conversations looking out at, you know, these 23 corn, looking out at November 23 beans, and maybe, okay, do I look at locking in a little bit of profit there if I lock in some fertilizer and some seed now and I can manage my margin? I think that's the biggest conversation that I'm hearing when it comes to 23 crop year. 
you know, in all honesty, I believe that the fertilizer discussion for the 23 crop is the biggest conversation I'm hearing, period, this week. You know, I think there's a lot of talk, of course, about the haves and have-nots when it comes to rainfall for 22. But whenever you've got some of these ag chem retailers coming to guys and saying, listen, I can't give you a price because I don't know at this point. I will tell you, Jesse, I actually wrote a check before I came to Farm Progress Show on Monday morning because the guy I deal with said, if you don't get me a check in the next day or so, I'm not going to be able to have your prices locked in. He called me Tuesday as I was driving in here, Farm Progress Show, and says that his particular company in that part of the world has pulled all of their pricing. You can't even get a price for nitrogen, for uh, uh, for any sort of dry fertilizer. And so I'll tell you what, that's kind of a scary situation. Now, you know, a lot of folks are going to say, hey, I just need fertilizer price to back off. Then I'd go ahead and sell some these 23 corn. But you know what? If you want fertilizer to back off, let me tell you what you need to see happen. You need corn prices to go down. And so you're not going to get corn to stay up and fertilizer to back off. It's extremely unlikely. And so run the math on 620 corn with today's fertilizer price if you can get them. And you're going to be way more profitable than if you normalize the price of corn down to $5 and below. Uh, and, and if you do that, yes, fertilizer is going to come down. You're not going to be near as happy as what you'd be today if you lock this in today. Well, I think, you know, to your point, you know, you've heard some conversations. A lot of guys are like, oh, I haven't sold a lot of corn yet. Or, oh, I'm not even thinking about 23's crop, et cetera. And, I mean, you know, that happens quite a bit. That, that happens often, you know. It's, it's just kind of how farmers have maybe worked over the last 50 years. But it's something that in a year like this and going into next year, it's almost like you have to change your thinking and obviously change your thinking when it comes down to your operation and make sure you're looking at your bottom line and not what your your friend across the road is doing true and you also have to look at at the past and so you know in the in the 2012 time frame you know when you rally corn to eight dollars and above and then you had uh, 13 corn was running 650 to 7 and 14 was running a little bit lower and 15 you know a lot of folks sold had their best sales for 13 14 and 15 uh, whenever they sold at the uh, anywhere close to the high in 2012 and I mean you could have been 50 cents off the high and it still would have been your best yearly sale for those three years so you know you got to understand how that works and what I'm saying is I don't know what prices are going to do, but I know how much I can make at 620 corn for D23 at these fertilizer prices. And so another way to put it is get that portion locked in, sell enough corn to pay for your fertilizer. And then if you're worried that you sold the corn too cheap, play it from the long side. Go out and spend 15, 20 cents on a call or some sort of a call option scenario, bull call spread, if you will. Do something from the long side if you want later that's limited risk and doesn't uh, hang your neck out too far. But by all means, lock in what I see is a very good situation. I'll tell you what, the profit margins at this price with these fertilizer prices is actually historically is almost as good as what you're ever going to see. And so I don't want to turn my nose up at it. Very, very true. Well, Matt, I know if uh, folks want to have those conversations with you guys, agmarket.net, A444 Agmarket, they can get a hold of you and the team. And uh, enjoy the rest of the uh, week here at Farm Progress Show. I know it's going to be, again, beautiful weather and a, and a busy time, but 
good to see you for a few minutes, and thanks for uh, chatting with me a little bit. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate uh, appreciate seeing you, buddy. Have a good week. And again, that is Matt Bennett of AgMarket.net talking with him during the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa. Coming up tomorrow as we continue our conversations from the Farm Progress Show, we will be talking with Harold Woolley, first vice president of the NCGA, and get his reaction to conversations he had with farmers during the show. This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.